Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HBO Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today, Ethan. Joining me, as always, are my good friends, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hunter, Kyle, oh, and Hunter's dogs. They're not mine. They're the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It always happens. It's always when we talk. It's, whenever we start oh. recording, we've just been talking for like half an hour, but it's like 10, 15 minutes. But as soon as we click record, the dogs are like, it's our time. Let's go. <laughs> It's time to end this man's career, just like that. <laughs> um, yeah. But now, how are you guys doing? I know it's it's kind of funny because I know Carl's ill. I'm ill. Up? Hunter, are you okay? Are you well? I'm doing. <laughs> I'm yeah, doing just swell. Nice. It's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame because I could I could show you, but I'm wearing like a full on jumper. But I could show you. I had like my bloods taken yesterday, just for a regular GP thing. Don't worry. But it was like. Um, they fucked with. I showed you my hand last time where they fucked my vein in. They did it again. So literally, like my whole oh fucking my arm is like blue, and I'm like, Jesus, Christ, why? <laughs> Dude, all right. So I've never been the kind of person who shies away from needles. Mm-hmm. Like I gave, I gave blood a couple of times in high school, just fine. I've heard in between, and that was like the last time I got stuck until they needed to give me the IV when I went to the ER after my wreck last month. Um, in between those two periods of time there, I heard so many horror stories about from like my older brothers and you about p- missing the vein or whatever. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not like... Or flushing a cannula, super... that's my favorite. Yeah, that was my yeah, favorite. Not... Well, let's check the cannula, so let's like... flush it real quick. Pop. So Oops. I'm not like shaking in my boots or anything, but I am sitting there like in the back of my head that last time being like... Boy, it would suck if you missed. <laughs> it, it, it genuinely is. It's like, I'm like, I, I get it. It's hard. You know, you're not always going to get it right. But I'm like, why me? Why is it always me? Like, come, come the fuck on. Like, why? I'm already, you know, I'm already here. For, I'm already nervous. Cause I'm already here for a thing because my doctor wants to check on something. So check I'm not dying. And I'm like, well, this is fun. I'm already te- like nervous. And then they're like, ah, oh, hang on a second. Let's just fucking insertion. Fine. It was fine. It was painless. But as soon as they took it out, I could, f- I like it hurt them taking it out. And I'm like, that's when I was like, okay, this is bad. They've done something here. And then it's like, I wake up this morning and it's like fucking, it's like, I've got like the T virus or something. It's like spreading through my fucking veins. <laughs> it's like ready oh, for no. Halloween. That's my costume this year. It's just me being oh, fucking yeah. infected. It's the, uh... um, it's just, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine because you know at least we have like six million copies of Persona to you know celebrate today. Happy Persona right. weekend, everybody! I guess uh, Persona Five has finally been yeah. freed from its prison uh, of the PlayStation. As you can see, I've got my Switch copy here, and my you can't really see it very well in the lighting, but I did make a prop of the PS5 version with the like I did put a fake piece of paper on it that said PS5 because Atlas is a bastard. And even though I paid like $150 for that stupid fucking collector's edition, they were like, What if we forget to send this game out, this stupid fuck? <laughs> so I not only paid more for the game, I didn't get it, so I had to buy it on PlayStation again. Like, god fucking damn it. Oh well, what I do for this podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm also just that's just there to flex on Kyle. That's just literally that's 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 my life savings. That's my that's my children's inheritance right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for audio listeners, that's the Xenoblade Three Collector's Edition that I had to murder someone to get. Um, oh, good for you, Ethan. Uh, dude, maybe I'm like not Congrats today because not European. To, 
It wasn't. It was just as bad here. And to be fair, I like one day when we're not sick. What we'll do is I'll log into Discord on my phone and we'll use my phone camera. And what I'll do is I'll go through every single page with you, so you don't miss a single page. And you can go, oh look at that! Isn't that a nice background art of whatever? I've not even looked at it. (laughs) But um, there you go. Anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. It's time for to shit on Persona. I hope you guys are ready. Well, actually, no. (laughs) Five minutes of praise. We'll talk about the Persona Five Royal Ports, and then we'll shit on Persona. (laughs) For the twenty fifth anniversary. Well, then we're just shitting on Atlas. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun one. Um, so yeah, welcome back every Monday, uh, five pm UK time, twelve pm Eastern. We talk to you about everything we love in the world of gaming, podcast services. We're on them. Go search for hot games only, or go to Linktree, link.tr/slash/ee. Uh, no, link.tr.e forward slash hot games only. We'll get there in the end, uh, or just search for us, or on YouTube.com forward slash hot games only, where you can look at our stupid faces every week. Uh, housekeeping. I don't have any housekeeping, really. Uh, thank you for the support on the videos recently. You guys liked the Bayonetta episode a lot. The spoiler cast is going mm-hmm. down great on Xenoblade. It's doing really well on podcasts and on YouTube, so we appreciate that. And just, especially on podcasts, uh, we're getting a more consistent audience base by that. And what I mean by it is usually I was like, oh, that's cool. We've fluctuated for a week. And I'm like, oh, no, they're staying. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for sticking around. Uh, and yeah. Uh, share it with a friend, tell your friends, because if you have a friend that also hates Persona, you're gonna you're gonna love this one because we're gonna shit all over them in a little bit. Um, should I start with the positive? Should we should we talk about the Persona Five Royal Ports because it's, yeah. it's available everywhere? So uh, thanks to the power of Phil Spencer shilling out uh, a shit ton of money, which I still think is extremely weird. I don't know about you guys, but this whole like. It's like, I'm used to like, we'll, we'll talk about Silent Hill and stuff later, right? But it's like, PlayStation yeah. exclusivity, you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, PlayStation, you're doing this shit again? But when it's like, we'll get to it. With Xbox paying for like, this round of Persona stuff, the fact that they're just like, that Xbox is like, no, you can release it. Just never mention the word PS5, Steam, or Switch whenever you tweet Atlas. Can you just <laughs> do that for us, please? It's so weird. <laughs> it is really funny. Like, I was talking to you, Hunter, earlier in the week. They did not allow you to pre-order on Steam or PlayStation. It just released at midnight. Like, you just weren't allowed to pre-order Oh, yeah, it. you weren't allowed to, like, preload it or anything. There was no delay in when it came out. You just couldn't pre-download it. But you could on Switch. Like, what is this? I just... <laughs> I, like, it's so bizarre. Um, but they're all out. I've played every single version. I hope you're fucking happy because for some reason I didn't trust the sh- the schmucks on the internet. I went and played every version. <laughs> I played the Xbox. Well, I didn't play the Xbox One version, but spoiler alert, that's the PS4 version of the game. It's literally the PS4 version. Um, <laughs> I played the Xbox Series X version. I played the PC version uh, via Xbox Game Pass. Uh, I played the PS5 version and I have played the Nintendo Switch version. Uh, I didn't play a lot of each because I'm not that suicidal, but I did play. I'm gonna say when you say first... played, how far did you get? Uh, I played the whole of the tutorial, well, the whole of the first tutorial, and then I went through the I went through the prison scene, and then I did the first like kind of day in the live. So I got a tiny bit of the live sim and enough of the okay. battle system to see that it was working, and I did that on every single version. It was like I now know how Digital Foundry feels, and I feel so sorry for those bastards. It's the most. <laughs> the most boring experience playing the first like 40 minutes of a game and they go now do it again now do it again now do it again and it's like oh it's awful um but the good news from this testing which you could have just google searched is every version is great wow what a shocker so the series Ooh. x and ps5 versions shocker to everybody if a ps3 game are the exact same they're the exact fucking same there is no difference um 
4K, 60 FPS. Uh, in terms of upgrades from the PS4 version, the only thing that I can tell is obviously you get all the DLC, and the only major thing is there are actual changes. Again, yeah, there are actual changes, <laughs> but there are cha- they're like just random visual changes. They've changed lighting in this game. Uh, I don't know why the lighting is different. It they it's 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 like the contrast is different, and I'm like that's weird. It it looks good, but I'm like it's on the other versions, so I'm like this is a specific. Like, this is a specific... Like, it's on the PC version, it's on the Switch version, so I'm like, that's weird. Okay, they've changed the lighting. And they've not gone back to patch that on PS4, so that's weird, but okay. So, they've gone with new lighting, and it's obviously 60 FPS. Uh, Shocker to no one. It drops nothing. It fucking runs great. They're fine. Is it worth upgrading on PS5? If you're really a... If you're really needing 60 FPS, then... and if you need 60 FPS and you haven't bought the DLC, if you feel like buying it on sale, go for it. Do not pay 50 fucking pounds or 60 dollars <laughs> for this because it's not a worthwhile upgrade. If you're on Xbox, it's on Game Pass, but buy it. Why the fuck not? It's great. You'll love it. You'll have a great time. PC version runs on fucking anything. It'll run on a potato. Uh, my my mid-range PC, which I spent about a thousand, like probably like fourteen hundred dollars probably in 2019 so it's pretty it's like three or four years old now so it's, it can play games but not too well uh it can play it on my 144 hertz monitor at 144 hertz on ultra settings on a 1080p so it's like this game runs on anything it's one of those games it's like persona 4 on steam where persona 4 on steam could literally run on like a 2003 like aol branded like tower pc right it could run on anything <laughs> same goes for this it runs on everything and it's it's not very well it's it's an atlas game it's not very well optimized in the sense of you don't get your options you get like graphics high low medium and like do you want do you want um <laughs> anti-aliasing and like like do you want it full screen or windowed no window <laughs> no borderless windowed because why the fuck not it's like <laughs> Was there yeah. an EXP booster in the options? There is either? no EXP booster in the options <laughs> menu. That's okay. a good point. To be fair, it's not like P5 really needs an EXP right. booster. They they figured out how to pace your leveling up in that game. Mm. They also gave you an insta-kill move. They did yeah. give you an insta-kill move. But, so, it yeah, runs on anything. Move. You're not going to have a problem. And from everyone saying the PC port, I can't believe we're living in a world where Sega has managed to do this. They have made a competent... PC port of one of their video games. Atlas didn't make the PC port. Sega made all of these ports, by the way. Atlas didn't touch a single fucking one of these. Um, but Sega managed to make <laughs> a actual working PC port of a video game, and to that I give them a round of applause. Because, like, has anyone ever seen Sonic on PC? It always never really goes too well, so it's like, fair play. I feel like, well done. All the options to are shit. Fair, but... I don't think Sonic goes too well on consoles most of the time anymore. Nope. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. That's all of those. PC, and then again, it's on Steam, if you like Steam. If you don't mind Game Pass, great deal, especially for PC people. This thing runs on a potato. So if you want to give like the $1 for Game Pass for 30 days and play the whole of Persona 5 Royal, you probably could on anything. Like, you probably could on a <laughs> that, laptop. That's... That is one of the most bang-for-your-buck scenarios I've ever heard Honestly. In my life. <laughs> and if there's any kind of game that would work well with thing- something like xCloud, it's something like this. This game does not require timely inputs. It's very much a chill game. So I feel like you could even probably stream this and have a decent enough experience. So I feel like that, like, 
if you don't mind, if you're just going in just to play it and for the cheapest possible, like for cheap, cheapest mode possible, Xbox Game Pass is definitely the way to play this, either on PC or on Xbox. I think the version everyone fucking cares about is the Switch version, though. I think that like this is what everybody wanted yeah. since day one. That fucking Goomba guy on Twitter has been screaming at Atlas for 16 years <laughs> to get this to be an actual thing. Um, and it is. And uh, I feel like it feels like blasphemy to say this, because obviously Persona's feels like in the same way that Shimigami Tensei for the last couple of entries has very much been tied to Nintendo. I feel like Persona is in the same way to PlayStation. This, if you're gonna, if you want to play Persona, and you're like, I honestly think that if you own a Switch, this is the way to play Persona Five Royal is the Nintendo Switch version. I feel like if you if you don't care about high quality, if you don't care about like HD visuals or 4K or whatever or 60 FPS, if you just want to play, if you want the most convenient way to play it, it's probably either on Steam Deck, which if you have a Steam Deck. I feel like people who own Steam Decks are not there for the convenience. They're just people that own $3,000 PCs that also want a Steam Deck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's reached. But in terms yeah, of the casual... Yeah, the games or, media yeah. people that are also buying like $10 coffees every day. Yeah, exactly. But I honestly feel that if you are a casual that's like, hey, I've heard of Persona, I've played Smash. Genuinely, this is an excellent port of a video game. Like, it's actually... Is it a bit blurry? Yes. Are the visuals not as crisp as they are on playstation 4 are they yeah or ps3 even yeah they're a bit they're a bit muffled is the way i'd describe it it's kind of like you've played switch games before where they had kind of have the bit of the blur filter on them where it's like it's not as crisp as it could be it looks a bit foggy it looks like someone's like smeared your glasses a bit a tiny bit it's it's kind <laughs> of like that but the thing is i was playing it on my monitor because it was like i played it in handheld obviously but i wanted to play it on tv on the tv because I feel like everybody uses the handheld excuse on Switch where people always just compare the handheld and go, it's great. Where I'm like, I feel like a lot of people who are going to play this are people who will play it in dock. So I'm like, I'm going to play it in dock. And it's great. It genuinely is. It's persona. Honestly, like, unless, like, you can tell, but not enough for me to be like, unlike, like, Ugh, this is disgusting. It's an actually, it's a really good port. And what I mean by that is obviously visuals load times are the exact same as they are on ps4 there's no difference in loads there are no long the load times aren't longer the only difference is i noticed is there's a bit of blur um and the only thing i probably noticed was they have definitely encoded the animated cutscenes to be slightly lower res so that they can fit on a cart and that's literally it so I feel like this is the best way to play because you know what Persona's like. You're, you, there's two kinds of Persona fan. There's the play eight-hour eight sessions or there's, you know, I'm going to pick it up for five minutes like they did with Golden and they did with Portable. And I feel like this is genuinely the way to play this is if you, if you just want to play for five, ten minutes, it makes it a much more digestible experience. I feel like if you don't have time to sit down and play a 100-hour RPG over the course of, like, two or three weeks, this is the way to play it, because you can just pick it up and play it for ten minutes and put it down. Yeah. Even just the way the story is structured kind of lends itself to that, because each palace is, like, you know, a little arc. And genuinely, like... It genuinely, there's. It's not one of those ports. It's not a Doom Eternal port. It's not a Witcher port where it's like you can see that there's been sacrifices that have been made here. There are, but they're so minuscule and so kind of irrelevant because you know 
Persona, Persona 3, they, you know, all the Persona games, they have such a style to them and such a specific look to them that it's not the resolution or the texture quality that makes those games look the way they do and make them pop out the way they do. They just look great already. And it's like, it feels fluid. There's nothing, like I say, I didn't notice anything in terms of like, there might, like, knowing my look, there's probably flame, frame stutters and some fucking weirdo will be like, actually, in the comment, don't fucking do that. <laughs> But in terms of a casual experience, this is genuinely like, if if you own a Switch, get this version. Because if you owned a PS4, you would have already played it. That's my ex- like. So this is the way to play it. Don't think you're missing out on anything. This is genuinely an excellent port in the way where I'm kind of envious of this being a thing now for people that do actually get to play it for the first time on Switch because it's it's just it's it's persona 5 royal and it's like it's great and there's no drawbacks so that's like my go-to recommended version now it's great it's I'm really good it. port. Right tomorrow <laughs> it, it, it's 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 genuinely it's a it's a great port and you know all the stuff like the 60 fps the 4k all the dlc beyond this that's great because it means that finally there's a version of persona 5 that has got everything on the disc and we can leave it there there you go final resting place we're done We've got a copy of it now. For real this time. (laughs) Like I say, for PS5, you don't need that upgrade. You don't need that upgrade. The PS4 Pro version of Royal already ran at a high resolution. So you're just getting the 60 FPS. And is the 60 FPS nice? It's sick, to be fair. It's really great. They've done a good job where it doesn't just feel like the animations are sped up. They've actually re-gone back and they've made sure that the animations have those extra frames. They're really good. They've done a great job on it. Oh, that's good. But at the same time... It's like it's it's basically just like icing on the cake already. If you liked Persona Five, you'll like Persona Five already. This is mainly for the X. I can see why they haven't really advertised the PS Five version because this is for the Xbox people, the PC people, and the Switch people. And luckily for you guys, all the ports. And I say this is like I feel like this is the first time in fucking Sega history where every single console has a fucking good port of the video game where I can happily recommend any of them. So, and this isn't Persona, but I would tell you if it ran like shit. Don't you worry. I'm sure I will fucking spam my hatred about Persona 3 when I, because the portable port doesn't look too great, to be honest, because it looks like they used AI upscaling. So we'll get to that when that eventually comes out. I really hope they change that cow because it looked rough, especially because Gold, Gold is such a good port. Golden's such a good, the Steam <laughs> port of Golden is so good. It's really good. Dude, why did they port portable? I'd be fine fine with it if they went back into it and, like, just, you know, actually redrew the art or did the stuff pro or, like, you know, went back and did it properly. But they're just using AI upscaling and it just looks shit. I think that's the problem with it. But no, Persona 5's already deserved better. So hopefully one day it will. Maybe it'll get a remake one day. You never know. All, everything's on the cards Remi- still because remakes nothing was are about to be, remakes if they weren't hot already are about to be hot for the next year or two. already hot. So I, I honestly I feel like we will get a Persona remake at some point. I feel it will be three. Mm-hmm. There's no way I still don't think they're gonna do one or two because I feel like Atlas would if yeah, they if Atlas ever rem- if Atlas ever remakes one or two, I feel like they're gonna do it in the style of modern persona and make everybody that loves those original games absolutely hate them. So I feel like they're yeah. just like they don't know what to do with it. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, so it's it's fun. Make it completely different. Don't even make it like modern Persona. Make it... <laughs> I don't know. 
Minecraft <laughs> with ghosts. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, I was going to say, turn it into like a tactical RPG. Like Fire I almost, Emblem. I almost said like Devil May Cry or something. Like oh that. That was too easy. That'd be cool. It, but yeah, play it, it. yeah, it is really interesting. And I'm glad that, like I say, I'm glad that it is, you know, by the end of January, Persona, at least modern Persona will be everywhere, which is nice. When it'd be interesting to see the future. Which is why I'm really hoping that both Sony and or Microsoft keep their grubby fucking exclusivity mitts off of it. Because I feel like now is its chance to fucking... I feel like if Persona 6 stays multiplat, at least by PlayStation, Xbox, and PC, I feel like that's going to do... Num- like, I feel like it's going to really take a stride for the franchise. Will it still be on Switch? I don't know. Because I feel like it'll skip PS4 and Xbox One. If it stays, I'm going to fucking cry. Because when is, this- when is the last gen going to die? When is last gen going to die? <laughs> Last gen was dead. At this It'd point. be really funny if it did stay and then also released it like comparable when Persona Five came out on the PS4. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be. It would be to be. It'd be probably fair because now. like yeah. because the PS3 was already like dead long 20, yeah, before. 20... 26 so it was 2016 so it died in 2013 so it was three years so it would have to come out next year for it to be younger (laughs) than the ps3 version of persona 5 that's crazy oh my god that's hilarious right but anyway with the praise out of the way we thought it'd be fun because obviously about a year and a half ago we did this video where we did our hopes and dreams for the 25th anniversary where we talked about all the potential because there was like there was like seven announcements all this big thing they announced very specifically that the final one would be in the the fall of 2022 and we were like there we go that's our goal post guys let's get to it and here we are and here fall we are of 2022 yep. so not and so what i thought we'd do is the the kind of the posing question of the episode, I guess, for the main section is, was the 25th anniversary of Persona a disaster? Was the celebration of it a disaster? Because, you know, getting the ports for 3, 4, and 5, that's great, okay? But I also feel like it was inevi- it was an inevitability. It was not a 20... They were they didn't do that because the series is 25, right? Yeah, if they were going to do that, they didn't need a whole year-long wind up <laughs> rigmarole yeah. about it you know like that could have been something that you announced a few months ago and have it line up to be for the anniversary you know which they did do they just framed it yeah. in the 25 like it was yeah Sona just... was announced in june out in october so you know it didn't yeah. do that thing but you know you it's... just didn't need the rest of it <laughs> So what I thought we'd do is there was obviously there was like seven or so of these Persona Times little announcement things. So I thought we'd go through them, and obviously the first one we did when the first one came out. So we'll just refresh ourselves on that, and I just want to go through each one and see how we were feeling at that point and how, from the stats standpoint, how was it? Did, did we feel like it was still? Did we still feel it was riding high? Do we think it was doing a decent job? When did it dip? What happened? And what should they have done? So we'll go through it all. So we'll start with the first volume, which um, we did the podcast on. This was um, this was back all the way in September of 2021, so over a year ago now. Oh my god, um, it was so yeah. long ago. So the first thing they did was they celebrated the fifth anniversary of Persona 5 by doing some artwork, uh, which was 
alright, you know, I love a bit of, I love when, I do like the fact that a lot of, like, Eastern developers, whenever there's an anniversary, they always draw artwork to commemorate it, why don't more people do that? Dude, like, I love anniversary artwork, man, like, every time Supergiant hits an anniversary for any of their games, I feel like West, I see a like, new picture. I know Sony, Sony Studios tend to do it quite a bit as well, for big ones, like, one year, and two year, and then, like, five year, but it's like, why, we, we just need more art, the people should just do more art. Honestly. For yeah. those kind of anniversaries. Uh, the second thing they announced was Persona 5, the animation was going to streaming. Um, whether you like it or not, it happened. <laughs> Still never listened to the dub of that, by the way. I think I said in that episode, I'm going to check the dub out. Never heard it. Um, like, at all? Or did you at least see, like, cl- re- the random nonsense I saw the, clips? I saw the were... one clip of the school festival with, like, the jo- like the hot, like, they had, like, the scary, like, room and, like, Joker, like, oh, goes yeah. over to the ghost and says, show me your true form. <laughs> and that's the only thing that I, well, that oh, I was like, it was very good. It's so good. Yeah. And then they announced uh, a symphonic concert that will be held uh, at a later date. So that happened. And that was basically it. That was that was the first one. So that was what that was the settings. That was the starting point. And I think we remember we were saying, eh, whatever. You know, it's a start. They're just good enough. Yeah. It came with the announcement of this year-long celebration. So I feel like we weren't expecting much. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I'll I'll say it. I think the second one. I think the second one gave us hope. I think that was the problem. I think the second one gave us hope. Because <laughs> the second one was at yep. the Game Awards, and it told us that Persona 4 Arena Ultimax was getting a modern-day port to consoles and Steam. And by consoles, I mean not Xbox. <laughs> and I honestly think that this gave us hope, because I was like, oh, damn, the second announcement is, you know, a, game? a remaster of a game? That's cool. A game like, from 2013? Hell yeah. That no one expected to get a remaster? That's a good announcement. <clears throat> I liked, and then it also had the release of the Strikers and Royal soundtracks on Spotify. Also, yeah. a great announcement. We finally got the lyrics to those songs. We did, and finally, those fucking idiots that thought it was <laughs> time to put them down got fucking put down in the dirt because it's buggy down. And fuck you all! I hate you so much. <laughs> put down in their underground crypts. Oh fucking! I like honestly, like I love. <laughs> they made their I, beds now. They rot in it. Yeah, you know what was really funny about that? I don't know if you ever did like study language at school, but you, there was always like the listening part of the test where they play the tape, and I feel like that was like the listening test of the Persona fan base. <laughs> it was like, here's your hearing test: is is it underground crypt or underground crib? And everyone that said crypt, they were like fucking deaf, <laughs> like X wrong, get out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But anyway, and then they also announced that they were doing the, obviously, the, sh- the Atlas stores. They were going to start doing merch and stuff like that. And then a load of diners. Oh, and all the all the Persona albums went on vinyl as well. So that all happened. And I don't know about you. That, like I said, that gave us hope. I feel like that was a good one. Yeah. That was like, that was, yeah. other than the modern Solid. consoles one, I feel like that was like the high point of this whole fucking thing. And it happened three months in. Yeah. At the Game Awards, no less. Yeah. It was it was so weird seeing Persona at the Game Awards. It was like obviously we had the Smash reveal, but it was like that was because of Smash. I never expected actual Persona yeah, to show up. It was very weird. Um, so that was that one. That was number two, and then number three. Right, let's get to number three. Right, so number three's announcement was one. It had that really cool piece of artwork with the graffiti on the wall and all the protagonists on the side, and them all covered in paint. And a mysterious green paint bucket in the corner for no reason when every other colour <laughs> is attributed to a series. 
and the color beam missing on the 25th anniversary logo and a shrug and everyone going that's there we go first hint it's persona 6 green <laughs> we still don't fucking know do we like uh, I, no, this is my I problem don't. with atlas <laughs> Was oh, how spent, young and naive we were. They spent this whole event cock-teasing everybody about this sick, like Persona 6. Like, I don't understand why they did when they clearly... We'll get into it with the sick one, but do you think they genuinely did plan, but because of COVID or other problems, they had to push it? Like, is this something that you feel like they had to push? Because uh... the final, well, the final one just being the release dates for the remasters we already announced it seems like that genuinely seems to be like fuck <laughs> like we, we've run out of time it might be possible i guess it would depend on like it'd be hard to know for sure until we actually get our first like look at what persona at six. 6 is yeah because like if that like if we still if we get the first teaser for Persona Six two years from now then nah that clearly they were that if wasn't it's, the if plan. it's next year then I feel like it was I feel like if yeah. it was next year then it was but yeah so there was that there was the museum they did like a little museum uh, of Persona stuff and by Persona stuff I've pers- I think it was like they had massive statues of like Izanagi and uh, Arsene. And every like, uh, what's the what's Persona Three's called again? Uh, Morpheus. Morpheus, that's it. They had massive statues of them, and I think they had like, they had like a little standee of like a Persona Two protagonist in the corner that they just like had cobwebs on it. And just, you know, the classic. Like, I feel like Persona One and Two are Jeff are definitely like the Conan O'Brien of like the Persona universe in terms of, like the Tonight Show, where it's like that happened and they try and it's sweep there. it under the rug. And for some people, like Conan's like the best era of that, but they just keep trying to sweep it under the rug, not letting them do shit with it. <laughs> to um, be fair, Conan is a pretty good talk show host. Oh, and I hundred percent agree that that he definitely was the fucking best host of the Tonight Show, but he only got a year, and you know. Jay Leno is a bastard, <laughs> but you know, you didn't hear that from me. Anyway, they then announced a hotel collaboration. Uh, <laughs> and this is when it went downhill, because this is when they announced <laughs> selling original goods of Persona characters who become stalker. This was basically the time, this was the period of time, I believe, unless it was this next one. Oh, it is the next one. Okay, but this is the start of them branding, starting to work with convenience stores. So ah, this yes, was the start, the, the beginning of the toothpaste. end. No, we'll get to that. That's part of <laughs> that's part of number four. And then they also announced, obviously, that the Persona Four Arena was still coming. Please look forward to it. Smiley face and more merch. And I think around this time was when Shop Atlas was launched for for America and Europe, ah. where Americans finally got Persona merch and Atlas merch in the U.S. and Europeans finally got to pay fifty dollars to import. <laughs> Persona merch from the US. <laughs> I still remember. Like that's it's so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. They have a oh, I'm not gonna don't get me fucking stupid fucking thing. But anyway. So yeah. Pretty beginning of the end. Let's just get to fucking four. This is where the tragedy started because this is where the copium fucking this is what this is what I like to call copium and number four was the copium huff. Okay. First thing. Persona Super Life P Sound Wish 2022 will be airing in October of 20. It was in September of 2022. The big concert, as everyone knows, 
we thought this was it because in every prior one of these they've announced something <laughs> and by something <laughs> we mean a game <laughs> Yeah. Um, whether it was dancing or Royal, I believe, was teased at one of these before. Like everyone was excited, and we all got fucking Woo-hoo. yeah, debated, debated. Um, so that happened. They announced a Persona Four stage show for Japan. Uh, I feel like a problem with a lot of this was it was all Japan, and we just got a couple of merch drops, and then some copium yeah. was basically what the West got yeah. every time. So yeah. it was a bit bad. <laughs> Um. Next one, Persona Five mouthwash. Like, yeah, like, sorry, no, Persona Five, <laughs> Four, and Three mouthwash. Let's be real; all of them are represented. Am I right, Persona Two fans? You got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, mouthwash, deodorant, and toothpaste—just what the Persona fans needed. Because we all know they don't shower. Uh, and <laughs> Then more merch and some Nendoroids and some more merch. Oh, that's a sick battle pack. Why didn't we get that? Anyway, that was that because one. Because we're the West. True. And then the fifth <laughs> one happened. I know you said backpack, but for some reason in my head, I just imagined a catchy's briefcase. <laughs> no, that's part of the collector's edition for Royal. The one yeah, more edition. Got his heroin briefcase. We'll get the heroin briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the fifth one. Was when E3 happened, yeah, and Xbox yeah. announced that Persona Five Royal was coming to Game Pass, and so was Persona Four Golden, and so was Persona Three Portable. And are, are you still hurt by the port? Does the portable thing still sting, girl? Does it still sting? Um, I would have. I think at the time I would have preferred FES, obviously, with like just party control added in but like at the time i was fine with portable i'm like it's something Mm -hmm. my whole thing with it is i think portable was the right call i think the way they're going about it is wrong i would have like i said i would have gone in and i would have been like let's redo the assets like let's let's keep it the way it is because if we're porting it we have and we ai upscale it let's not ai upscale it let's try and get either the original art renders or bring the original artists back in to redraw those in a high resolution. Because AI upscaling always looks so janky and, like, ugly, and it's like... Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't look great, whereas, like I say, Golden already has an, an amazing port to PC, so it's or that port's going to be great, and it's probably going to be the best place, the best way to play Persona 4, again, on consoles, and Switch especially. That game's going to be great on Switch. Mm. Uh, finally back on a portable where it belongs. Um. <laughs> so that happened. So that was main. That was the main announcement for the the fifth one. Was they're coming, and they gave the announcement for the restate for Royal, and then they said early twenty twenty three for Golden, and uh, Portable. Sixth one, calm before the storm. Calm before the final one. They announced uh, a special. <laughs> Presentation with the voice actors for uh, Yunarakami and Joker, which you already know it was a great one. If they had to bring in the fucking boy band in, they were like, "Yes, this is how we're gonna do it. <laughs> we'll bring them in." And if I remember correctly, nothing was really announced that was a big deal here, like at all. Uh, they they talked, they kept, they kept up hyping up uh, the sound event, the wish event. They showed gameplay. I think this is why we saw gameplay for the first time with the Xbox version running um, at 60 FPS. Uh, 
uh, and they just kept smiling, going, "We're doing Persona Four and Three too," and that was it. So there was really nothing to that one. Uh, kind of pointless. <laughs> and the fucking final one. So, the ending to this uh, little trip that we had on Bell Memory Lane was they announced that there would be no announcement of Persona Super, which <laughs> was a bit of a downer, especially for people that bought tickets for it for the live stream expecting something and then they got nothing. But don't worry, guys, you actually did get something because the final one went out at the same time. You got the release dates for Persona 4 and Persona 3, baby. <laughs> That's what you're getting. January 19th, Persona 4 and 3 dropping at the same time, which I thought was weird. I thought they would stagger them, but they're doing yeah. them both for back-to-back. Staggering them would have been nice. It would have been nice if they released yeah. not the day that Dead Space comes out. Yeah. <laughs> but here they are, and they gave a sick piece of artwork. To be fair, I love this artwork. Mm. It's great. It's the, yeah. uh, this is Persona, my it's the original. It's the original Persona. It's if you haven't art. seen it, it's the original Persona 3 cover art but they've reimagined it to have uh the main protagonist from three four and five with their personas in the upper corner uh, in the upper half of it and it's really nice it's a really pretty piece of artwork it's so good it's uh, really cool that in p3 they used thanatos to represent the persona instead of orpheus yeah i, don't know, I just really like that but no it's a really nice piece of art and that was literally it that was the final one the one that was bigged up yeah. is this one's definitely coming in fall 2022 <laughs> was just a release date and some artwork, and literally nothing else. Which is why, to me, I feel like this was plan C of their yeah. great plan. Mm. Um, to go with that, they also did release, I think it was in Famitsu, there was an article, and I do believe uh, there was a quote. I'll look it up quickly. Because um, there was a, like, there was a, like, a future of Persona. Uh... Persona 6 officially teased. Here we go. I don't believe you, but we'll, you probably have the quote. <laughs> officially. This was the quote. This was the quote from Atlas. So this is the final quote. They did a massive thing talking about the 25th anniversary and stuff like that. This was what they said. Uh, it's also a great sadness that we must bring to an end the everlasting momentum of Persona's 25th anniversary. Okay. Everlasting yeah. momentum. Uh, I feel like it was, use. I feel like it was running on fumes. Everlasting, yeah. maybe. Momentum. <laughs> No. Uh, with the Persona 5, Persona Super Live P-Sound Wish 2022 Crossing Journeys Live Cross. Oh, shit fucking name for a thing. But hey, there you that go. That is so many words, man. Persona Super Live P-Sound Wish 2022 Crossing Journeys. It sounds like a Kingdom Hearts title. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? Uh, live concert, we would and like to conclude it. Here was their quote. There are so many things I would like to tell you, but I deeply apologize for not being able to do so on this occasion. I would like to share them with you at the right time, so please look forward to more information about the Persona series in the future. That final sentence basically says to me, we were planning it, yeah. we fucked up. I, well, not by we fucked I think they went, you know, oh yeah, in a year's time, we could probably have a teaser ready for Persona 6, right? Yeah, probably. And then they got closer and closer and they were like, Hopefully. I don't think we can do yeah. this. I don't think. Which... Pros and cons. I feel like the pro is we don't want Persona 5 again. We don't want this game announced and then wait six years for it. Uh, I'd like to know that I will probably be alive when the game releases. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I, I'd like that time frame. Yeah. We don't want Kingdom Hearts 4. I want to know. Like, no magic in the making. Yeah, because <laughs> I knew the what Joker looked like years before I ever even really was super keen in on Persona, aside from the fact that it existed. Mm. Yeah, 
So it's like, I'd rather they do that, but then also it does kind of seem stupid to hype up a 25th anniversary to a final big thing and then not at least mention, like, I feel like I would have, like, if you were going to fuck that, I would have not have left that to the last minute. I would have said halfway through, by the way, everybody, like, when they announced the E3, at E3 they announced all the ports, I would have said that, like, this is the big announcement for the 25th, and to say that, like, we've had development issues, we need to push it. Like, there you go, push it out. Because leaving it to the last gut side and going, you know, Golden that's already on Steam is coming to everything else in January, and so is Persona 3 Portables. Peace out. <laughs> happy, happy fucking anniversary. Have a nice life, losers. <laughs> Have a nice life. <laughs> Bye, bitch. What's that? Persona 2, Persona 1? Never heard of them. Bye. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> so they cruise away. It just, it seems, like I say, it just, it just seems like a bad, like, but it's Atlas. What are we going to fucking do? It's Atlas. And they released Solakas 2 this year. Remember that? Yeah, I was gonna be like, and then they <laughs> and then they drive away to make Shimagami Tensei 6 first. Oh, that'd be it's funny. Just, it's just really it's, funny. It's but... like the whole yeah, it's like it's like, am I disappointed? Yeah, slight like kind of. We like I say, persona's everywhere now, so that's like it's like it's a good thing. Yeah. Am I disappointed that we don't see the future? Yes. Am I surprised in the fucking slightest with Atlas's? No. There's no. It's like. It's like, like I say, it's like going to Kingdom Hearts and going, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 4, that's 2023, right? No. That's going to be 2025 at the earliest. Yeah. Especially because they've announced that Remake Part 2 is coming out next year so it's like yeah okay that's going to yeah, be pushed to 2024 yeah that's going to be pushed to 2024 and then kingdom Hearts yeah. be 2025 it's but, we can yeah. work like i said i we think like it, i think it was you know after the third or so is when i was like okay this is not going to be you know slam dunk every time it would sure have been nice mm. if you could stop telling me about these things, Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> like eventually, it just started because being stretched over an entire year, and then your thing, your get get, get a nice little marketing beat for Persona themed toothpaste. It's just tedious to hear. It's kind of stupid. More than anything, like... especially when you have like these things. Like we'll talk about them in a sec. But when you have stuff like Resident Evil and Silent Hill just coming out and being like, hey, guys, here's like the three things we're working on. Peace. And then like dip out. Yeah. Or like CD, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. CD Projekt Red being like, hey, guys, we're just going to be transparent. Here's literally everything we're currently planning on making in maybe the next decade. Just so you have an idea. It's like Atlas... In some ways, they're getting more modern. What I mean by that is they're finally embracing other consoles instead of doing this single console release. They're finally getting gearing around to worldwide releases. Persona launched on everything at the same time, even in Japan this time around. It's like they're getting back to that kind of thing. They're being more social media savvy. They're doing these kind of events. But then at the same time, they're still releasing streamer guidelines for a five-year, six-year-old game saying, hey, guys, don't stream December because spoilers. And I'm like, if they're on Twitch, they know the spoilers by now, Atlas. It's been six years. Please yeah. leave us alone. <laughs> like, it's... They're so backwards in the way they think sometimes. That I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why? So weird. Um, 
like I say, I just wish they'd, like I say, do a Resident Evil. Like, when Persona 6 is ready, just do the blowout. Yeah. Or even if you're going to do another spin-off, that's cool. Wait till yeah, you have the Persona 6 teaser. So show us, wait till the spin-off's ready and just show it. Just do like a, just do a Persona yeah. showcase or something like that where you're like, hey guys, here's what we're working on. This spin-off is out this year and we're finally ready. Here's a fucking teaser. And then Persona 6, 2027. Perfect. Thank you. Like, like see you then. Like, I just don't get like I just don't get what they're thinking sometimes. Like a year long spiel. When has it ever worked? Has a year long spiel ever fucking worked? It's like the year of Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the, that was like the year of depression. It was like what the flight? Oh, it's Mario U but with Luigi. Three D World has Luigi in it. Merry fucking Luigi miss everybody. Have fun. Luigi's Mansion <laughs> Dark Moon, the worst of the three. Have fun. Luigi deserved better. Yeah. I, just, I don't I know just... what you count, like the Smash Bros. Fighter Pass. It's like a year-long thing. It is, but also, it's like, you know you're getting content there. Whereas the disappointment from that stems from, it's not the character you want. Whereas Persona literally went, here's seven slots, maybe you'll get a game at some point, and we're just sitting there going, toothpaste, fuck, concert, fuck. Ooh, remaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not like the DLC. Yeah. For... <laughs> okay. It's not, it's not like two of the DLCs for the Smash Brothers Fighter Pass with stickers. It's not like it's not like Sakurai's like walking up and going, Hello everybody, Listerine, am I right? And then it's like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listerine Congratulations. Up the act. Those the sixth, of you yeah, the sixth who... member of the fighters passes, we've stuck Donkey Kong on some fucking chewing gum. How fun guys. Like, <laughs> knock yourself oh, out. <laughs> Watch him chew it with his retractable teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I say, it's like it's just it was so mismanaged, and like I say, the Western version of the website went up like six months in, and they never updated it after that one time that they made it. They didn't do any of the other announcements. <laughs> it was like, it's just all a bit tragic. And it's just like, you know, I feel like people like Square, like even Square's getting better at this kind of stuff. Like, you know... When they showed Final Fantasy, they were temp they were apparently confident that they were gonna hit next year. I don't think they are, but they were at least confident enough to show something. I don't yeah. think if you are if you are like Persona 6 has got to be well into development at this point because of how long it's fucking been. Like it's you been six be. years. <laughs> They've got to at least started it. That's the thing is they've got to have at least started it. This isn't a George R. R. Martin thing. They're not sitting there going, I'm still <laughs> writing and I'm 20 pages, right? Like, they've got to have done something. It's just very weird to me, especially because, like you say, the 25th logo was missing a colour. The paint bucket. They were like, they were very obviously like going wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The fucking thing at the start. Let's talk about that sham where they were like, hey, guys, look on the store. Here's some picture cards. Here's... Here's some little, like, collectible cards of all the covers of the main Persona games and a mystery one. And everyone's like, well, there you go, Persona 6. And then they go, no, no, dumb fucks. It's this concept art of Igor, you dumb dumb. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> this concept what art of <laughs> What is this? I don't need a poster of Igor. What the fuck? <laughs> And you have some Japanese woman go on TV, look at it, not show the audience, and go, oh, and act like it's something <laughs> exciting. And it's that ugly fuck. And you're like, whoa. Like, how stupid are you? 
<laughs> oh, the I'm thing! They did the same thing with the protagonists! They had a thing of all the protagonists, and then two mystery ones! And then as far as I could tell, oh, it was just Photoshopped me again. over one of yeah. those, it was funny. <laughs> again, it was just like, fucking, oh yeah, who, who likes concept on me? <laughs> don't, don't do this when you know you're not gonna even make it in the end! I thought at least in the end we'd get a teaser so we'd be, like, get something. I forgot about that shit they were pulling. Like... Yeah, it's the biggest con I've ever fucking seen. Like Jesus, <laughs> like why? It's it's like those writers who write something mysterious without having the answer to what the mystery is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Do you know what it, this genuinely is? It's like Atlas for a bunch of sitcom writers. They literally hired the writers' room from Friends, where they were <laughs> like, "Let's do a will they won't they." But what if that's to do with is Persona Six a fucking video game? It's like, oh, mystery character. No, dumb dumb. It's a poster. Ooh, mystery cover art. No, dumb dumb. It's ugly eagle. Green paint bucket. No, dumb dumb. We're just doing remaster this year it's like what the hell is this like schrodinger's game at this point Dude. like what the fuck's in the box but little did ethan know what's in the box little did ethan know that blue and yellow makes green damn you got a point get your tinfoil hats on boys i mean oh so that's why we got p4 you know the max <laughs> yeah uh but like so let's makes not better. even talk about how mismanaged ultimax was yeah, now, releasing yeah. just dropping without rollback. First of all, so that the game was basically just dead on arrival. No updates until literally the end of summer when they finally did the rollback update. And then, and then that's it. that properly. It was just a tweet. And then that's it. Yeah, and you get a tweet. Also, the Switch infrastructure can't support rollback, so it sucks to be you guys. But it can support Persona 5 Royal and Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable, so, you know. Yeah, but anything can support Persona 3 Portable. <laughs> it's not a lot of game. I also I, That's also what I wanted to mention. I feel like it's really weird that, like, Xbox, is, because obviously there was an Xbox exclusivity, they get a native version of 4 and 3 on Series X and S, but PS, PlayStation only gets PS4. What's the fucking difference? Why are they getting a native version of X? That's like, oh yes, we must have it. We must have an enhanced version of our PS2 video game. Like, what the fuck's that gonna do? Oh uh, man, <laughs> does it make sense? Like, was... nothing about it makes sense. Like, the it only really thing doesn't can... matter either because, like, if I'm not mistaken, there aren't. They're not making. Are they making physical versions for three and four? They have that it's digital only. Probably Here's my not. prediction. My yeah. prediction is they'll team up with somebody like um like Limited Run or like Fangamer, yeah. probably Fangamer. I feel like Atlas has done merch for Fangamer before, where they'll do one of those things where they're like, Hey guys, good luck, and then it's a repeat of this fucking <laughs> thing where we go to the battlefields of the Great War and fight for a copy of Persona four and three on a cartridge, and knowing our luck, there'll be two separate cartridges because Three portable and it's two hundred megs. We'll need its own cart. Uh, just like what, like what a riot! It's like I say, it's a mixed bag. You can clown on Atlas because they're easy to clown on, but also it's like at the same time, the thing that mattered, right? They haven't fucked up the ports. That's the thing that mattered, and they didn't fuck it up. Mm. But you know, what, what, what a weird mixed bag, right?
let's wrap it up by talking about the silent hill stuff because hunter you know it's halloween season it's the spooky season it is dude this week was like horror game fan christmas <laughs> dude back to back silent it was, hill and though, i didn't, it was, I didn't like, watch January. the resident evil thing but mm-hmm. i saw i saw parts of it it was it looks resident evil 4 looks like it's gonna be the best game ever again I looked at it, I looked at it, and then I looked at the impressions, and I was like, holy shit, they might actually pull this off, where it's like, yeah, they're fucking going, like, they're actually going for it, man, like, they're like, they're staying true to it, but then they're going, okay, this didn't work, let's re- And then they're, yeah, and then they're adding other things to it that I feel like make sense. Leon can parry the chainsaw with his knife now. And Leon still- and still Leon, and Leon's still Leon, which I love because there was like there was a quote yeah. from there was a quote from the director or something where he was just like, you know, he's like, "There's action heroes, then there's Leon. Leon's just a cool dude." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, yeah. "Like someone's like, thank God the quips are still there." He's like, "Yeah, Leon's just a Leon's just a cool dude. He's just like he's just yeah." Leon, evil four and forward, his characterization or characterization to me always essentially seemed like Dante, but without superpowers. <laughs> Mm. which makes a lot of sense when you consider devil may cry's origins like it's probably yeah yeah halfway a holdover from it you know <laughs> so it, i like that he's still you know goofy action <laughs> goofy cool mm. guy the one line he had when he blew up the barn with the i think the cow was on fire or something was the clip yeah he was like bill me for the damages <laughs> i'm like ah, <laughs> nice yeah so yeah the resident evil 4 thing looks like from the parts i saw looks really good every character looks pretty much how i would imagine they would look now actually actually looks even better than i would have imagined and you know it's like they did such a good job with two and you know and three it's three short but also you know it's it's short and it's more rushed but they also they did a decent enough job with three as well where it's like you know in hindsight the thing about three that i feel i feel like three was probably originally going to be in with two at some probably. point yeah. and they made the choice to separate them to because like it's about the same length as if you were to just play one of leon or claire and you know it happens kind of not quite concurrently, but in a sim, yeah. like right next to the events of two, and all that. But re- but Capcom probably decided, ah, no, we can, we can just make it its own thing. No, but yeah, it's like it's just it's like they're just like Capcom's just been taking all the right buttons with Resident Evil recently, with whether it's with the remakes or whether it's with you know eight has been like a massive success for them. Uh, yeah. And obviously they've got that DLC coming out. They're adding third person. They're basically just going, hey, anybody, like, literally, we're like, the last five of you that weren't playing Resident Evil 8 because it was in first person, there you go, third person <laughs> mode, buy the fucking game. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like, the Resident Evil stuff, obviously they've got that weird multiplayer game, which I'm still like, recap home, do we have to try this? Do we, do we need to try I don't know. Dude, the weird thing about RE-verse or whatever it's called, I feel like it's released or been in purgatory since, God, it feels like before the pandemic. <laughs> Is this the one that was supposed to be with Resi 3? 
Or is that I, a different I'm pretty sure there was mode? a thing that was with Resident Evil 3. Like, there was a so multiplayer even a, thing. I'm like, there's so many things. So this is something that happened after it, but it felt like it came out before 2 did. And the thing is, it's like, it's not even like Resident Evil isn't already big in, like, the multiplayer space from the point of, like, for the past two years, like, the Resident Evil expansion has been, like, the big expansion for Dead by Daylight, which is, like, the biggest horror multiplayer yeah. game. So it's not even like then they're not even making money because they're making bank off of that. I've used, like, Nemesis, like, Nemesis is obviously in it, Nemesis and then they've got fucking Wesker. Wesker. Wesker's incredible <laughs> in that game, by the way. He just cheesy lines and, like... Oh, yes, everything you'd want him to be. <laughs> literally, he's, like, he's the only... He's, like, because he's, like, one of the only characters that actually has voice lines, so it's just, like, it's just so weird just hearing, like, chase you down, and it's just, like... Every time he just hits you, he just does, like, a snarky quip at you or whatever. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. It's just like they've already got stuff like that. They've got those kind of brand things, and it's like I don't know. It's very weird. I don't understand like... what they'll have to do to learn that making, like, trying to make a multiplayer resident. I don't know what makes them think they have the sauce for it because they've been trying this literally forever. Like back yeah. in the dark days of the series, there was Operation Raccoon City mm. and Umbrella Corps. I think was Resi one of those called. Resi 5 had mercenary mode too. Mercenary mode was a thing that was already in 4. Um, okay. Yeah. It's also, it's like I say, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like for these horror franchises, when they try and do a multiplayer thing, I feel like they look at something like DBD and they go, fuck. Because I feel like the whole asymmetrical, like, horror, like, horror creature chases down, like, a couple, like, four or three or four people, everyone's just like, fuck, that is the horror idea. That's like, whether you like yeah. it or not even if you like take the gens and the shitty gameplay out of it if it's still that asymmetrical thing people are just gonna go they're just doing dead by daylight and it's like like i bet you like capcom is sitting there going how the fuck like fuck like we like now we've got to do stupid modes where it's like team deathmatch with zombies or something and it's like <laughs> like what do you like it's kind of hard <laughs> Like, Hear me really out. Weird. 99 liquors get sent to an island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very weird. But no, that Resident Evil, like they've got the Rose DLC as well, which yeah, you know, it looks like more Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, it does just look like more of that. But yeah, Resident Evil on a good upswing, and Silent Hill finally the rumors can be put to bed for a little while. Jeff it is can returned. finally sleep again, back in his cryo chamber. He's been talking about this remake for late, what feels like years at this point, and everyone's been like, back to sleep, old man, go back, go back. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, the rumors about Silent Hill making a comeback, you literally, I feel like, started a year after Kojima was gone. I'm like, you people are ridiculous. Like, and it just left. didn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's always been like when people who, you know, you know, relatively credible like Jeff Grubb come along and say something like this. It's still hard to believe because you've just been hearing it forever. <laughs> it is one of those things, though. It was like the it's like the Uncharted game that, that it was like the, the, the secret Sony dev that was making Uncharted. It's one of those ones. I feel like Bloober making Silent Hill 2 remake has been in that fucking like realm of possibility for literally years at this point like before the medium came out i was like i i was remember like it was around when the medium came out where they were like silent hill silent hill it was a little bit after that yeah. that i think is when i started hearing about it which i was yeah you know but yeah to go over what happened it opened with 
Um, as far as announcements, I don't remember the specifics of their little connective tissue there. But they called it something I, very weird. They were like, "Welcome to like Silent Hill Direct." It's like your one-stop shop for all news about Silent Hill. I'm like you've been a dead franchise for fun- yeah. yeah. Like you've been a dead <laughs> franchise for six years. Why? Why are you acting as if you've never left? Like what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, if you, it's been even, it's been like ten years since the series has had like a full video game too. Like if you want to take PT out of the equation. Like I'm just like I'm just sitting there like like uh, have they have they been having these directs about fucking pachinko for the past ten years like is that why they were like, welcome back dude? Like, yeah we just missed like sixteen of these is this actually a long running series um, but yeah so the first announcement up they opens the show with uh, Silent Hill two is being remade it is being done by Bloober team and with supervision from. Masahiro Ito and Akira Yamaoka. Sorry, there's a lot of Japanese Akira people that I know <laughs> the last names of. I have to like sort through them. <laughs> but yeah. the Dragon Ball guy? Yeah, that was one of the ones. I'm like, no, he's not Toriyama. <laughs> and then there were like two other ones. I'm like, no, it's not them either. That's the movie. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, the bike slide yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah, bikes like that guy. So yeah, they announced this. It looks, if nothing else, it is visually pretty good. So we'll see. I mean, the problem with this is is it's not a slam dunk because it's Bluebird. That's the main problem. Is it's like I hope (laughs) this is a great remake, but also people have their apprehensions about it, and I understand why because like I liked the medium fine, but also if you told me like take a remake out of the equation if you told me that they were gonna that you were gonna put bluebird in charge of making the next big silent hill game i would be like maybe that's not what you should do yeah because it's not like it's impossible they have two of the people who worked on the original you know games you know also i think some people are putting a little too much stock into that in the sense that yamaoka was the composer and masahiro ito was the designer for the monsters i don't think that that would magically make bloober able to do the rest just by having them help yeah it's like we were talking <laughs> before the podcast how new tales of the borderlands was like hey guys uh we, we've got the people that made the original working for us i'm like dude you, no writers it's literally like two animators what the fuck that doesn't count that's like <laughs> the thing that i'm you know i'm still cautiously and perhaps foolishly optimistic about this because well um if they don't get too cute with how they're trying to reinterpret the events of the story i think it could still work like as long if you just keep you know what makes it if you keep the emotional core of the story there and don't goof it up somehow it could still be good and as far as like mm. some people are like bloopers never even made a video game with combat in it before to be fair silent hill they never ask you they never ask that much of the player at least not the first two games as far as combat goes mm. i coasted on the metal pipe for 80 percent of my playthrough of silent hill 2 the last time i played it <laughs> it doesn't really need you to do that much it's yeah like i say like there's it it depends when it also comes out because it's like i feel like this is like 2024 at the earliest right i feel like this is a while out probably um 
So it's like they've got plenty of time, and if like, that's what if that's yeah, the stage next year is already at. pretty saturated with horror games. So I wouldn't even be shocked if, especially because, dude, if Bloober Team put out a Silent Hill two remake that was shoulder shrug inducing, mm. in even the kind of general proximity of the Resident Evil four remake, <laughs> that would not be mm. good for them. No, it would not. It's just like I say, but... it's, just, it's just it's just one of those weird things because it's like yeah we've like I'm interested like and in see how it does, but it's like it's 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 not it's not it's not a clean sweep. It's not like Resident Evil two like how we feel about Resident Evil four because like okay they made they made Resident Evil two remake and they're going ham on it, so it's like okay I feel like that's yeah. in safe hands. Whereas like, this I'm like it's kind of like... mixed. And then also PlayStation exclusivity. Whenever I see that one year whatever bollocks, I just automatically just get this kind of like feeling in my eye. Like I just I hate it. I really you know PlayStation. To if it. you were gonna cop the exclusivity, you should have just been like, "Yo, we own Bluepoint now. <laughs> They'll make the game for you." Because <laughs> you know, with Bluepoint's track record of remakes, especially like you know these one-to-one remakes, because like Silent Hill 2's remake. They're changing the perspective, but it still very much seems to be closer in spirit to what something like, uh, I don't know, the Crash Bandicoot remake trilogy or Shadow of the Colossus was than completely overhauling everything about the game like Resident Evil remake 2 was. That's why I hate that. I hate when I hate that we have these remakes and stuff like I hate that it's like I don't know what to call it because it's like. Because the, the remaster, remake, reimagining, or whatever, I feel like it's like they're just all sh- stupid. It's very, words. it's very <laughs> nebulous now in a way that like it was easy to. It was. I feel like the distinction was easy a few years ago, and now it isn't because remaster mm-hmm. was just what you tag. Remaster was what you would tag the things, and it's the exact same thing except they made it a little prettier for, you know, yeah, resolution, yeah. and then remakes are like asset overhaul. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, it's it's like I say, it's very stupid. And then obviously now with Final Fantasy VII as well, we're like, okay, like <laughs> you guys were like, you guys were like, they want us to make something. Let's say it's that, and then don't do that. Well, yeah. let's just let's just I let's go on a the waters that, that poured a barrel of toxic waste into the water, and now uh, nothing fucking works. So they, people can call like I've got to the point now. Where people can call the fuck whatever the fuck they want, right? Silent Hill Two yeah. remake. If it's the most faithful adaptation ever, it's still a remake. If that's a remake, yeah. that's a remake. Who gives a shit anymore? Who cares? <laughs> it's a term anyway. Do you know how many games could technically just be called an RPG? Like, have you ever thought about that? Role-playing games yeah. are such a stupid fucking genre. Because technically, you always title. play a role in a game. Yeah. Like, I've had this argument with friends before where they'll be like, they'll try and be pedantic because I'm like, no, that's not an RPG. So they'll be like, okay, so is Batman an RPG? I'm like, oh, fucking, I don't want to do this. He's like, because you're in the role of Batman. I'm like, ah, it's numbers. This it's feels like, like it could be an alignment chart. It is. It's like, what, what, what's the line drawn at fucking, you know, it's, like a, it's like a spectrum. What's the line drawn at fucking RPG, you know? And you have like, you have like the most weeby JRPG or like Fallout all the way on the right. And then you have like Assassin's Creeds with RPG elements on the left, and it's like, draw. Where's your line? Where do you draw it as an RPG? Oh yeah, God. Where does Call but, of yeah. Duty fall on the spectrum? Not on there. Hopefully, never present. 
Yeah. It doesn't fit but, on yeah. the spectrum. But anyway, so that was the first project. Yeah. Um, after that, the next thing that they announced was Annapurna, along with uh, the actual, you know, as far as like, I don't know what Annapurna's because Konami's pub is this situation is weird because like konami is so far removed from the video game space that aside from owning the ip i don't know what their role is so this is what <laughs> i would say from the way that it's from the way that it seems it seems like whoever the developer is, is the developer i believe uh annapurna is the publisher and i believe that they are licensing okay. the ip from from konami is the way that i would okay. see it because that um... makes sense the developer is called no code and they mm -hmm. have made two games so far one called observation and one called stories untold i've not played either of these never heard but, of these two, yeah, but, that's yeah. Interesting to me but you know they look kind of fascinating and maybe i'll check them out to see what we're in for i feel like silent i feel like the silent hill ip and you know annapurna is a collective that finds kind of indie art house studios is a good matchup because it's kind of silent hill is a series lends itself to that kind of thing so i'll be interested to see what this is didn't really get much off of the trailer but i'll be fascinated to see more of it it's interesting i also i, I just want to mention by the way did anyone else did you think it was when they called him red pyramid thing by the way i also was like because um, i'm like that's his jap is that his japanese name is that like uh, how it translates or whatever i think I'm like, everyone just calls him pyramid kind of head Everyone so, calls uh, him that? I don't remember. Red Pyramid Thing is definitely also a name that he has been called, and I think it's technically even his more official name. It is like, his official uh, name. In Silent Hill 2, that's how James even first refers to him when he's talking to someone else. He's like, did you see that Red Pyramid Thing? And I don't remember if Pyramid Head, like that term, even comes up in the game. Or not. I think it might have, like in the description of like when you steal his knife later. <laughs> Um, it might have been he might have been referred to as such there but red pyramid thing is the official name technically it's just no one calls him that because i guess it's too wordy mm. yeah, very weird anyway sorry um after after the um silent hill townfall i don't think i ever said the name did i but yeah that's, that's what, what it's called that's what it's called after that, I think they talked for way too long about the movie that is going to be entering production at some point. I never Return saw the Silent other... Hill. Yeah, I never saw the other Silent Hill movies, um, so I don't know what they were like. I think I subliminally may have just categorized them with the Resident Evil movies, so not. Uh, good. I believe not if I remember good in that case, but you know, I'm willing to believe that it might have been better <laughs> than I the credit I was giving it. If I remember correctly, I feel like at least the first one has like a cult following, but I don't know if it's in a good way or a bad way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Especially um, with horror movies, it's hard to know. It uh, yeah, it, well, it received negative reviews from critics, but I feel like that's every like that's ninety percent of horror films receive negative yeah. reviews from critics, so I don't know, but I feel like a lot of people have seen it regardless. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing about while they were talking about this movie, by the way, half the way, the way that the guy was talking about it half the time left me with the impression sometimes that he was talking about, like, adapting Silent Hill 2 specifically oh, God. into a movie. And I was like, huh? And I'm still 
not clear on what the subject matter of this movie is, and it doesn't really matter. It is. It's based. On, it. it is. It is. It's based on the story of Silent Hill too. Ah, oh, lovely. <laughs> but okay. Um, Look at you. I, I'm probably <laughs> not going to watch it anyway. So you know, whatever. Who cares? Uh, after the movie chatter, they went kicked it to the Silent Hill Ascension was what it was called. Mm-hmm. And again, with things that I'm not super clear on what they are, the... Right, I have an idea of what this is. So, I know behavior is involved. Behavior, who... yeah, that's the Dead DVD by Daylight. People. Yeah, DBD people. D- um... like, DBD devs have literally, behavior have left fingers in all the horror pies, dude. They're like best friends with every fucking horror franchise at this point. Like, uh, I'd expect to see, I, we, we haven't talked about F yet, but I, I expect to see whatever that fucking flowery fungi thing is as a killer in DVD at some point <laughs> in the future. Um, yeah. um, but the yeah. way that they were describing this thing, mm-hmm. and I could be completely off base here, it sounds like some weird ARG yeah. kind of like, um, I don't know. It almost as if if it were a game, it would be like Twitch plays Pokemon, but on the skeleton of like an Until Dawn kind. I of think game. what this genuinely is is I genuinely think the way I'm picturing it is imagine a life is strange kind of experience, but they're just gonna from the sounds of it is it's gonna be something on Twitch or YouTube where it's like played like Twitch plays Pokemon. It's like gonna be like an episode of a series. It's gonna be however many episodes. And the Twitch chat is making the decisions. And I think the idea behind this is whatever the path they choose, the story that they lock in, that's now canon in the Silent Hill franchise. And that's the only way it happened. And I'm like, I like how they make that sound as if it's like really important. Yeah, they, that, that's they, hilarious they, as far as trying to lend it gravitas because you know, the Silent Hill games don't really repeat characters anyway. <laughs> as far as yeah. I'm aware, like... Three has three might have some kind of returning elements from one, and that's as far as like any kind of connection to them goes. But it is interesting. It's an interesting idea because you know with things like with Life is Strange, like it's cool. Like those kinds of ideas are interesting because you get to make your own story, but you know that those other choices are there. I think the interesting thing about this thing is it seems to be that they're going to put a lot of work into a lot of things that no one will see, which is interesting because it's like. Are they going to release all the, un- like, hey guys, you've made the canon choice, here's all the other stuff? Because I feel like that's lame if they do that. I feel like it's like, no, you made your fucking bed, this is the story you get, that's it. You don't get to see what could have been, that's it, fuck you. I feel like they should just go all in. Yeah, it would be funny. Or like, I don't know. <laughs> or years from now, I could see them, if they did, like, in fact, put a lot of work into a lot of assets that no one sees after you know the dust settles on it a couple years later you just throw it into a telltale-esque game where you know people who missed the boat could just play it and make their own decisions and not yeah they're calling it a live silent hill event is what they're calling it yeah they used a bunch of words and a lot of it i love when they do that i love when they do that i love (laughs) a bunch of words Uh, and it's been uh, we think we it's being made through partnership with a streaming software tools company, and uh, we've got to make sure Bad Robot is involved, uh, and J.J. Abrams is a part of this, apparently, as well. So right, right. I they, they had that incredible J.J. Abrams quote where he was like, I love Silent Hill. Remember when the hills were silent? Am I right, gamers? Yes. Look forward to it. <laughs> Enjoy, your you. Enjoy your gaming. Enjoy your gaming. 
The dramatic shift, the Silent Hill universe changes. Thank you, Black Adam. Really appreciate it. It turns out Lost was inspired by the fog of Silent Hill. Uh. <laughs> Making you get lost. But yeah, it's. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be... Basically, I feel like it's an, it's an ARG. It's an ARG, yeah. is what it is. It's going to be a live ARG event, which is interesting. It's an interesting little experiment. It's the one thing that had a date... My or a soft date as far as like it's they're starting that next year. <laughs> um, the other things were undated, and then they ended the show with F. Silent Hill F. Thought they, thought they. I don't. <laughs> everyone's just gonna yeah. literally F in the chats. News like yeah, like I, I, I didn't need to look at Twitch chat to know what Twitch chat did when they saw that. Well, yeah. <laughs> But it was some interesting visuals. Yeah, it was really cool visually anyway. You know, like the kind of... I have no reason to say this because I've not played the game I'm about to say, but I looked at it and it looked vaguely... It looks like what I think of when I think of Fatal Frame, even though I've never played a Fatal Frame game. Do you know what what my kind of... Seeing that kind of plant kind of monster was like, oh... This is what the things from Scarlet Nexus would look like if Scarlet Nexus was a horror game. Like that's what it reminds uh, me of. Is it's like uh, if they yeah. were going proper horror <laughs> on it, that's the kind of design that they would look like. Yeah, I can see that because that is a very cool like design as far as what they're doing. I like the fact that it seems to just be set in Japan because, you know, being. I can understand how being married to a single location for an entire series of games that's already like eight or ten deep mm-hmm. could get a little tedious. So, <laughs> you know, uh, just make it a place that is like Silent Hill. Um, keep the kind of elements that would make it Silent Hill-esque. But it can be somewhere different. My feelings won't be too hurt. As long as it's a really cool horror game with some interesting things that I'm not seeing from other stuff you know i'll be fascinated uh, and that that rendition of the theme song at the end of the trailer owns that was so good <laughs> i liked that so much yeah it'll be interesting you know when it comes out in like 2030 yeah that's true or that's the other thing is like i'm not i i'm not going to actually be excited for any of this until i have it in my hand because the last time I got excited about this series, they canceled the thing. So, <laughs> you know, like as as optimistic as I am about this, as happy as seeing this for the first time made me, you know, realistically, Dude, that's not, like, like yeah, you just can't get out because it's over like, the moon when you're a kid and you're like you get told like a movie or a game's like and it's like five years away, you'll be like, oh, you know, sick, five years. That's that's cool. <laughs> now I just look at that and I go. I'll be 30 years old. I will be fucking <laughs> old. I will be a boomer, dude. Who knows what where my life will be at that point. And I'm like, I don't have time to think about that. I don't care. Like, see you in five years, I guess. I'll cry then. When it, like, like, that's when I'll, that's when I care. It's just so weird. Like, especially because it's like, I don't like when people like they did a magic in the making here. They did a magic in the making. And they did less than a magic in the making because at least magic in the making had some fucking gameplay at the end. This is just 
hey guys, we've got a cool CG animation and a fucking font. There you go. Look at that F. Look at that F, baby. Look at it. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not even like a special font. It's like if you look at cheap music, it's the forte dynamic, yeah. man. <laughs> so I'm just like, I feel like you like it's cool to tease that there is a future for Silent Hill. I also yeah. feel like you, you know, could have very is... easily just had those three things and save this one for when we're closer because i feel like you're announcing this and i honestly feel like i honestly feel like silent hill f will be a not late well, like not late console generation game but like mid late game like you know same yeah. kind of era that uncharted like not uncharted 4 um like days gone is in yeah. that kind of era of this yeah. generation so it's like i want to be shocked you know like I guess the only thing they have going for them is they've got so many different teams working on Silent Hill that it's not like all of these are relying on each other to develop these games. So it's like, yeah, the fact that two remakes happening isn't gonna in isn't gonna like interfere with it's Silent not Hill F in the slide. Townfall yeah. or F or anything like that, unless Konami just gets cold feet and pulls everything for some reason. Maybe which, I guess you know. I guess the big question for you, Hunter, is they're very much they're really going in on Silent Hill, which yeah is very interesting because I didn't even think Silent Hill was that big to be going this into in the first place. Uh, I mean, especially it's when you've got another little franchise called Metal Gear, which yeah, it's, well, or Castlevania. Yeah, more Castlevania. I feel like more Castlevania. Cool thing I feel like Castlevania's owns. last big game, like as far as bigger than the fans that it already had, was Symphony of the Night. You know, yeah. you would have thought that if they were going to do something with that, they would have done it when the TV show popped off, True. but they didn't. So, you know, who knows? When I guess the only yeah. Game. I guess the only question is Hunter for this is obviously I know you're excited. And I know you're well, as we'll, excited we'll, as I can as, be. as you can be. <laughs> uh, and I know that it's like something. That I guess the only question is: Do you think this is a sign of Konami maybe dipping their foot back into video games properly? Do you think we'll see Metal Gear again at, at some point? With the way that this is going, <sighs> I, and not in a shit tell. way like Survive, like an actual. Yeah, Metal yeah. Gear. dude. If we ever, if we see something like that again, I'm making flight arrangements. <laughs> I think I think I could put money on the fact that I think the next time that we see Metal Gear it'll be a remake of Metal Gear Solid. I think that is what you'll see yeah. when Metal Gear comes back. Like Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if that was especially now PlayStation owns Blue Point and Metal Gear Solid was one of the biggest games on the PS1 as far as like for its legacy. Like mm-hmm. that in Final Fantasy 7 and like crash bandicoot you know yeah um so i wouldn't be shocked if now that konami has kind of opened the doors to other people to work on silent hill that they would get inquiries from other people about other properties and you know if if konami is finally going to do the thing that for the past couple of years i'd kind of been hoping they were going to do where they just shop out their IPs to people who want to work on them. You see, the interesting thing is because like obviously I, I'm pretty there. sure Konami doesn't have any in-house development anymore. No. That's all gone. That's why everybody here. That's why there are three games being made by three separate teams. <laughs> it is interesting because like last I think we heard Blue Point's actually working 
on their own, like a new IP, they're actually being allowed to make their own thing, which is actually very oh, exciting because yeah. Bluepoint is a very yeah, talented that is exciting studio. too because they're clearly good at like making the fundamentals of making a game function. So it'll mm-hmm. be cool to see them put some, their own thing together. So it's, like... it's one of those interesting. And to be fair, like I say, when Metal Gear does come back, I'm sick of the fucking Sony exclusivity one year period because I was sick of it when Xbox did it in the th- Xbox One generation where yeah. I was like, Tomb Raider, wait a year. This shit, wait a year. Crash Bandicoot, wait a year. I'm like, why? It's so fucking dumb. Like, like I, I imagine some of that depending on... It depends on who goes to them to work on it too. Like if you have PlayStation and Xbox both angling for IP you know and konami's not gonna care they'll be like here big big old we'll take your big old check and you can make this game and we'll take this one and you can make that Some one them, and don't like put this, it on each yeah. other's systems <laughs> this one i feel like this one i feel like this one's pointless like some of them like people get pissed off at yeah. final fantasy and i agree that the final fan like i think forespoken being a console exclusive is fucking bullshit and I, I do that is also goofy because like... I get Final Fantasy, but I know why they did it. I feel like Sony yeah. was scared of Microsoft doing the opposite to them. I feel like they were genuinely scared of them going because because <laughs> of backwards compatibility and how they uh, Xboxes work, work to get 15 on Game Pass, 30 all the 13s yeah. on Game Pass, 10 on. I feel like they were genuinely terrified of oh god, they better not fucking do anything. So let's. And it's stupid and it's petty, but it's like that. Yeah. Stuff like Silent Hill, I'm like, Silent Hill, Xbox might have gone and maybe got it on Game Pass day one, maybe. But that's like the worst of it. Most most people, I'd assume, would have probably have already gone to PlayStation to play Silent Hill anyway. <laughs> to be fair, a lot, yeah, a lot of people who are fans of Silent Hill, like, if it's thing that you actually, you know, play and enjoy the games and aren't just screaming for it to come back, like, one of these persona fans who gets to play persona for the first time on switch <laughs> you know literally um, can you believe that every persona fan finally actually gets to play the video game that they've been fucking praising on twitter for all these years it's like it's like a great day a like, yeah. great day for them so assuming that you're someone who actually has already played and likes the series in some capacity i think that there's probably the kind of fan base that you know wants a box a disc anyway yeah so like you know i know i'm all you know, we already know i'm like that i feel like silent hill attracts weirdos like me more than you know the people who are like ah take the digital convenience yeah who knows or you, or you attract weirdos like me that end up buying multiple copies of games for no reason and just like oh yeah why not That's you know true. like hell yeah me owning six million copies of persona 5 royal you love to see it where's my copy atlas where my where's my fucking copy in there's one other thing that i would enjoy Mm -hmm. from now that they've you know said that silent hill gets to exist again i would very much like for them to make the old games at least as far as the original four available on modern systems surprised they haven't because to be honest but yeah i feel like this is something that i don't know maybe they just haven't thought about it yet because konami is goofy but it, like as soon as someone has the notion to i could see it just being you know go and do it i see it's it's but, like it's a sure thing because i feel like they've put so much into the site they've already put a lot of investment into silent hill from all of this with all the new yeah. stuff that they're going for i feel like surely they're going to be like 
oh, we've got these games already, just do a quick port job. You know, everyone does it. Like, fucking... Yeah. I'm almost sick of seeing PS5 ports of video games at this point, but, you know, yeah. it's like... Like, I, I just want this to happen. First of all, I feel like it'll help, you know, just the fact that if Silent Hill 2's remake is, you know, disappointing... Don't say it, don't say it. Don't wish, don't the ability... The i should be careful i did bring the series back um, you brought it into the world don't destroy it <laughs> years from now when it gets out of hand i'm gonna be like i, I brought it back i have to kill it <laughs> um, but uh if it's disappointing i uh think that at least having the original version of two around will help stave off like the burn a little bit or the sting of if like if it was a disaster or just some people didn't like it you can always be like hey go play the original version that's available on the system that you have now and not a hundred dollar copy of a disc that may or may not work from ebay Mm. and don't just do it with two do it with all of them because i want to play silent hill 3 without paying a hundred dollars for it please (laughs) and thank you yeah. The dream. That's it. Uh, just do it. Just do it. How hard could it be? Uh, and with that, I guess we've done enough. I feel like we've covered everything that we need to cover. Because we just we, 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 we can't have else to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Gotham Knights. Nah. Gotham Knights. Terrible video game. New Tales from the <laughs> Borderlands. Terrible video game. Wow. You know, today was Ethan Christmas because I got a lot of stuff that I wanted, but it was also like I I got I got the coal as well because it was like oh yeah, like, <laughs> it was like you know Persona Ports and Xenoblade Collector's Edition good, uh, Gotham Knights and Tales from the Borderlands being mid bad. It was like wow, it was like fifty fifty, perfectly balanced as all things should be. But it'd be, yeah. fun, it'd be funny if getting gifts at Christmas was really like that, where you know. You get some things for being, hey, you did good things, but also you were a jerk a couple of times. So here's so some the first three months were, Yeah, the, the first three months were good, but for, what was that April, bro? Like, you were, you were a prick. Like, yeah. Like, new tale for the Borderlands for you, little shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess with that, uh, all links are on screen right now. You can go follow us on Twitter if you want to keep up to date with everything uh, uh, that we have on the podcast. Uh, on what outside of the podcast you do whatever you want to do uh, I don't know what we're doing next week it's supposed to be Halloween my costume's still not right by the way so I got uh, the last of my pieces for mine today mine shipped this week oh my god it's gonna be the only one in costume again off that copium off that copium I got when did I get the email um three (laughs) days ago really I could check track package Oh, you're tracking it? You're tracking it? I'm going to have to do this, though, because uh, I'm going to cover my eyes just from the sole fact of I know what the, I know what people are like. Oh, you're going to be like, oh, they're going to check the reflection of your glasses. Yeah, the reflection of my glasses, bro. Uh, where is it? Bro, Meanwhile, I don't care. You're further uh, away from your camera, at least. Dude, yeah, so like, I'd true. have to... I'd have to oh, like zoom super in and hit my camera. Yeah, I have a button. Mine is in the country. Hell, hell yeah, yeah. So is mine. 
Okay. Yeah. Man is in the country. We have a chance. There is a chance, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I assume next week, me and Kyle are just going to be like, huddle, huddle, huddle. Okay, like, literally. <laughs> Friday, we'll be like, not here, shit. We've got one last chance. Go away. <laughs> push, push. Oh, well. Yeah. It'll be fine. We'll see. Um, but, you know, to find out whether we do or not, the first place where you will find the tragedy will be on Twitter, at uh, HotGamersOnly. Uh, <laughs> so go and give us a follow there. Or subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can look at it, that tragedy, uh, youtube.com forward slash HotGamersOnly. But hey, if you only want to hear us laugh at each other, uh, you can go to the Spotify or the Apple Podcasts or search for Hot Games Only on your favourite podcast service. We're on most of them. I don't like to say all of them because there's probably one that we aren't on, but, you know... I feel like I feel like new podcast services pop up like every month or so. Anyway, you know so how we're, many we're emails? We're on the important ones. You know how many emails we get where they're like, "Hey, we're from Podity Pod Pod, and we want your podcast on our platform." And I'm like, "Fuck off!" Like, no, I'm not putting it somewhere that no one's going to listen to it. Thank you. Really, don't need that. Uh, hotgamesonly at gmail.com if you want to fill our inbox with stuff that isn't <laughs> unless we like needed a resume pad or a pad or <laughs> where it was like we're the number one podcast on this podcast service that has like five listeners podcast pod pod podcast is like technically true and doesn't mean as much as you think but you know looks good at a glance technically it's correct mm-hmm. you know it's 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 true but uh, anyway uh, with all of that, I guess I don't even know what the topic is for next week. Do we? Do we? Do we even have a topic next Bayonetta week? Bayonetta comes out. I'm gonna get it. Ah, fair enough. Oh. Maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe we could do a. Topic. I feel like Bayonetta was the plan, and then last week happened, and now this week's happened, and it was just it's like yeah. the Uno Reverso card happened again. So yeah, you're free to get the game the again, boys. Out of my sales, but I'm gonna get it anyway. Like. Because more than, anyway. more than one person worked more than one person worked on the game. I feel yeah. like those people deserve to have their project <laughs> acknowledged. We can, do, we can do that. We can do a mini like horror or Halloween kind of themed thing to go along with it. We can do like a little mini topic. We can do some sort of thing. We'll do something. We'll it's up. Halloween. We'll come up Spooky season. I played yeah. I played Dead Space. I'll have Dead Space 2 finished by then. I can talk about that too. Yeah, we'll have stuff. We'll have stuff. I'll play another scary game on the plane ride tomorrow. I don't know. That sounds like a terrible idea playing an RE game on a flight. I'm already I'm already <laughs> out, I'm already on edge on a flight. Last thing I need is the, to shit myself. I don't um, know, man. I horror games don't really put me on edge anyway. Maybe this is the enough. combination that I need. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Anyway, that's it for now. We're done. We've 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 outstayed our welcome. Let's get out of here. So thank you ever so much, guys, for listening slash watching this week. We will be back next week for a tragedy if it shows up in time. So make sure you tune in for that. YouTube.com forward slash hot games only, especially for that one. You don't want to miss it. But until then, until we see you on Halloween. Because the episode does go out on Halloween. It until sure then, do. have an awesome week, and yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Toodaloo.